Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yep, it's that time again. That's right. Believe Sports, Business, Sports, Media. Also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. You can email us, sportsfred at aol.com. And Art Source uh, runs Galaxy Sports back in Pennsylvania, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans of USC, uh, now with us. And uh, we'll be talking about anything in the media realm, the business realm, just basically any realm in the sports realm. And Art, first of all... Baseball! Baseball! Baseball's back, Fred. And they will, got rid of all those goofy rules. Only thing I was bummed about is the National League is actually going to adopt the DH. But boy, it's good to see that baseball's on the horizon. Okay, I, I, I'm anti the DH, period, but I would have settled the way it was. But even more importantly, in my mind, is the ridiculousness of the shift thing. I don't think they're going to go into... I don't think that's going to happen this year, but I think next year you're not going to be able to shift all your infielders one way or the other. Now, here's the situation, folks. Fred was a pretty good ball player. Fred could throw very well. Fred was a shortstop or third baseman, uh, sometimes a pitcher, but then Fred hurt his arm when he was 13 trying to throw tennis balls, but Fred was not a great hitter. So what Fred learned to do was to switch hit a little bit and to bunt better than anybody on earth. So my question to you, Art Source, Rather than tell uh, the defense you got to be on a certain side of the field of play, how about the hitters just learning to bunt or hitting the other way? Would that be asking too much for millionaire ball players? Not really, because I'll let you in on a secret. Um, if they put the shift onto me, and I was a power, I was a switch hitter as well, but power hitting both sides. And if they had one guy standing over at shortstop, I'd have dumped that butt down the third base line. Yep. I don't care if I hit 450 or 500. It's better than hitting 285 with lots of homers. <laughs> my my dad used to scream at me on the way home because sometimes I'd bunt to, to twice a game, and I said, "But I got on once a, one of the times." So he said, "Yeah, but you're not hitting." And I said, "Well, I had a better shot punting, and that's basically what you're saying." So why did they accept? I think I think I hope they change it by next year. But the point is, isn't it ridiculous? Let me ask you a question. So does that mean that if you're in the bottom of the 15th inning, and the opponent has a guy on third base with no outs? You have no right to uh, turn it into a two-outfielder two and move one of the three outfielders uh, over second base. You're not going oh, to do that I either. I think you'll still be allowed to do that. Um, they've been Why? doing that since the history of baseball. Why would but you be you able know, to do that and not the other? You have to walk the other two guys to load the bases. Yeah. That way you've got a force out at home plate, and you bring the outfield in because if a ball gets over your head or, or a distance, and you can't throw the guy out at the plate. It's, it's stupid anyway, right? Yeah, so my point is, do you th- why would they allow that and not the shift? Okay, now we're really getting into the... the, the <laughs> <laughs> Please explain, because I'm totally lost here. What difference does it make if you... How about if I told you that they're over-regulating a very simple game? <laughs> <laughs> you think Rob Manfred knows baseball? Not really. Not really. You know, personally, I thought Joe Torre should be the, man, the uh, commissioner right now. But I don't think he wants the pressure. He's got a great job as the vice, you know, commissioner, making probably as much money as Manfred. <laughs> so, uh, bottom line is, uh, the fans should make their point. You think any of the thirty teams in baseball will have throwback days to make up for the fact that they put fans through hell in the off season? 
It'd be awfully nice if you don't maybe a couple of three times a year. Just let people, you know, let families in. And uh, like we talked about, 10, 12, 15 buck tickets, $3 hot dogs, dollar sodas. You know, I mean, make sure everything's 50% off all the, uh, you know, memorabilia. Why not do that? I mean, that's marketing. Bill Vec would do it. I mean, those guys, those guys, nowadays it's so corporate, it almost reeks of greed. And uh, But I'll tell you what's exciting. There's 138 free agents out there. We're talking yeah. Sports Biz LA. You got Correa, you got Freeman, you got Chris Bryant. You know, another 135 pretty damn good ball players out there who are free agents. So, I mean. So, you think the Dodgers have put a. You think the Dodgers have put a statue of a Trevor Bauer in front of Dodger Stadium? <laughs> I'm interested to see what Major League Baseball does in the Trevor Bauer situation. Because they could be wading themselves into a real quagmire. Because if if the DAs let him go, and we know how, you know, DAs are in in, in L.A. They're they're quite lenient, from what I gather. <laughs> um, you know, a little rough sex here and there, I guess. But you know, I, I don't know. That's a tough situation. I do do know they owe him the money. And I mean, can you just flop on thirty thirty something million dollars? Well, you just raise hot dog prices. The fans will pay it. Bring me back my former John Hot Dogs friend. I'm <laughs> tired of all that other stuff. Folks, you have any opinion? Again, you know, the Trevor Bauer thing, they have uh, uh, the, the legal side of it. Uh, they, they've thrown out the case. They're not going after him here in Southern hey, what about California. This, Fred? What about Sinclair and the NBA doing the streaming deal? Have you heard about that? Yep. That's a lot of money because, you know, they're really hurting for eyeballs right now. They're not putting a lot of fannies in the seats, and they're not getting a lot of people watching their games. So, I mean, this is something the NBA, one thing I'll say, they do go, they, they do know how to, to, chase, to chase the numbers. They don't always get them, but they know how to chase them. Now, Sinclair, I think, is talking about a doubleheader on Friday night. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, well, you know, they have 134 stations in their network. Yeah. They're right down the street from Galaxy Sports here in, in Harrisburg, in Timonium. And, I mean, they control a lot of media interests. So this will be very interesting. I mean, then you'll see Nexstar and Hearst. And you'll, you might see a whole different uh, game coming up here in, in sports media. So if Sinclair is doing a game and the announcer will say, and in right field it's Tom Jones, and in center field it's Art Source, and they'll never mention who's in left field, right? That's right, because they're far to the right. You know that. <laughs> Folks, you're listening to Believe Sports Business, sports media right here across America. Also heard on pod clips around the world. We live in Southern California where they don't play pro basketball. Do we or do they? I don't know, but you you, you saw one of my posts this week about, I guess, Jeannie got a hold of uh, Phil Jackson. Yeah. And the great man's getting a little bored up there in Montana. And he's got some ideas on how to, you know, get what they call him, West Brick. He's shooting so poorly. Get Westbrook back in the game. Maybe they'll go to the old triangle offense. You know, is Pete Newell still alive? I'm going to give him a call. I wish wish he were. Do you think that uh, Russell has a case that the fans are going too far? Yeah, they are. I mean, the media, even the media in L.A., some of those questions they ask the poor guy, you know. I mean, come on. He's out there playing his hardest. You know that. Has he ever not played hard? Nope. He's great. He's great in the community. He does a lot of great things. You know what? 
let's face it. He got what you guys offered him, and maybe maybe the last person to know that you might be over the hill might be you as a great athlete. You know, you always think you can go back to the well one more time. But you know what? I don't know if he's over the hill. I think he's over the hill if LeBron's on the same team because they well, both that's have to. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they both I mean, have to hold onto the ball. Put, I would put him out there with four kids. Yeah. Okay. And let him wheel and deal it and flip it out to him for threes and, and, and drive the lane. You know, let him, let him run the show for, I would say, 18, 22 minutes. Go hard and just put your hand up and say, you know, next. And then you bring in. You know, the, the, the fuddy-duddies, as I call them, <laughs> Davis and LeBron. Although I will say LeBron had one hell of a game last Saturday night. Yeah, 56. The, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was I, – I, even I was like, back up some more. Go ahead, LeBron. Because he was almost firing from midcourt on some of them three bombs. All right, but, you know, the reason Russell's now then here he at Westbrook – play the next game because his leg was sore. His knee was sore, yeah. Um, the problem is – uh, LeBron goes to Jeannie and says, I want Russell Westbrook. And then uh, uh, Jeannie goes to Palenka, get me Russell Westbrook. Uh, the problem is now that they can't get rid of Russell, and LeBron doesn't really want to be here. You know that, and I know that at this point, because he's been found out to be maybe uh, the world's worst general manager. So what's going to happen next year? They, they're going to have to uh, try to get rid of Russell or trade LeBron, but it's $40 million in either case. So what's going to happen? Well, I'll tell you, one thing i do is I would not have Vogel as my head coach. That's that's one thing I'm, I'm pretty sure of. Um, I haven't decided on that yet. I would I would install uh, Phil Jackson as president of the franchise. Right. Okay. I would, I would make sure that he is in charge of the next coach for the Lakers. Right, and I really, I, and I would, I would try to put together a team that that would be young, vibrant, with uh, you know, with maybe one veteran in there, and I don't think it's going to be LeBron. You know, I think you got to go out and get what you want for LeBron. I think if he goes to Cleveland now with the year they're having, Cleveland's got a chance to be a, a title contender next year in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. So that would be a good move. And he wants to go back to Cleveland anyway. You know that. Then he can play with Bronny. He can run the show there. Yeah. That would be his franchise, basically. You know, looking around the NBA, I'd rather have Ingram, Kuzma, and the group, Hart, uh, Clarkson, those guys, rather even than Randall. LeBron. Randall, even. We can't have them all, but, I mean, I would have a group of those guys. I think the Lakers would have a future. Right now, I see no future for the L.A. Lakers. Folks, agree, disagree? Email us, sportsfred at AOL.com. <laughs> you know, Fred, sportsfred at AOL.com. Is Kawhi Leonard going to play this year for the Clippers? They say he's getting close. but uh, And again, the Clippers are you know surprising. When they win it all, they're surprising because yeah. they're doing it without their two stars. Uh, I think George is going to be back in a couple of weeks, so that's going to make some difference. It could be real interesting if they get those two guys and they get like maybe 10 or 12 games under their belt, even 8 or 10 games you know, to get ready for the playoffs. All right, uh, let's talk uh, some National Football League quickly. Uh, quarterbacks, quarterbacks, quarterbacks. Aaron Eagle, <laughs> as we all knew, Aaron Eagle would stay in Green Bay because what he's doing here, and I can read his mind, he wants to be like the only quarterback to play 20 years 
in the same organization, have every record on record in the National Football League. You were not shocked that he stayed and, in and Green have Bay. One, and have world, one world championship and six losses in the NFC championship game. Yeah, it's been a long time. But I, that's my opinion of Aaron uh, Immunized Ego. Uh, what are him and Pat McAfee got going on? Is that his own little Pat McAfee network? Because he does all his media through Pat McAfee. I, uh, very right wing. I've never heard it. I've just you know read about it, and uh, yeah, I presume that is the case. All right, so so uh, Aaron Stang, Wentz uh, has left Indy. Now he's with the. There's uh, another statue in Washington D.C. Fred. <laughs> uh, so you think Carson Wentz will get it done in uh, D.C.? What if I say it has two letters and it ends with an O? Uh, I agree with you. No, I don't think he's a horrible quarterback. In fact, he's, you know he's never impressed me. You know, I look at his numbers as a quarterback, and, I mean, I wrote them down today. They're like, okay, he's like, in what, five years, he's like one game over 500 as a starter, and the yeah. one Super Bowl that they won, Fools had a great game. So, you know, I just, Indy put a lot of capital into him last year, and his numbers weren't terrible, but he made like 10 crucial Carson Wentz type plays to actually lose games that they needed to win. And of course you can't lose at Jacksonville with a chance to go to the playoffs in week 17. Sorry folks. And finally, uh, Russell Wilson now in Denver, surprised, not surprised. How I long, how long, move. how long does Pete survive now in Seattle? Well, you know, let's see if he can, he can make a, a really great quarterback out of drew Locke. Good luck. You know, I mean, good luck with good Locke. Luck. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, Pete's been selling that Kool-Aid now for ten years, and he gets a little stale after about nine or ten years. So he and Schneider, they let's see what they can do with that that draft cachet that they got. Yeah, I mean, they got like two number ones, two number twos, a four, and and three pretty decent players. Noah Fant. You got the the, the defensive end. I mean, you, who knows? Who knows? You know what I mean? He can go get Teddy Bridgewater and probably compete in the AFC. Uh, I mean, the NFC West. Folks, it's a Believe Sports Business Sports Media on uh, pod clips around the world. I have to ask you this question: uh, Quarterback Pickett's hand is only eight and a half inches. Does that make a difference? But he, but they said his, it was only eight inches last year, and he's been doing these thumb exercises. <laughs> <laughs> he now, had Tom Thumb come over. And they pull on his right thumb. It's no, his, his, his historically... And here's they... something that's really interesting, Fred. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know I pick it, you know, they got Pickett, Malik Willis. There are some quarterbacks out there. I like Howell from North Carolina, too, as a, as a late second-rounder. But here's what I was going to tell you. Two great USC quarterbacks, Keaton Slovis, right? Right. He was playing at SC. He beat out JT Daniels. Right, went to Georgia. So Keaton Slovis is going to be playing for Pittsburgh, and now the right. rumor has it that JT Daniels might be the new quarterback of West Virginia. Yep. Now, Morgantown and Pittsburgh are like 50 miles apart. <laughs> those two guys are going to be playing quarterback. And 2,500 miles to the west, Caleb Williams is going to be making $7, 8000000 million a year as USC's starting quarterback. Is that amazing? Uh, it's very, very amazing. Final word from Art Source right now on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. What is it? Hey, big game tonight. You're going to love it. Ben Simmons returns to Philadelphia to take on the 76ers. There's there's never been, you know, anything positive between those two franchises. Nets and 76ers should be a dynamite game. 
And, uh, hey, it was awesome, Fred, as always. A lot, lot to talk about. I wish we could get a few more minutes. I'll see if I can get us a nice big sponsor. And tomorrow, of course, Sports Overnight America, across America and around the world. Art, stay well. We'll talk to you then. And Dom and Mario, thank you very much for doing this podcast because Fred can't do anything technically. And we'll back next week right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.